From BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Our singer-songwriter in studio today is... I just have to use the word interesting. Everything that I know about her is interesting. Stephanie Maybe, the word maybe is interesting. It's even spelled not like how you think it is. She sings, she plays what she calls her baby unicorn machine. We'll hear about that. Here are some intros from some of her online fans. A sixth grader who said, our sixth grade chorus is doing one of your songs. Not gonna lie, we sound beautiful. Another one said, Stephanie, speaking of a different song, I play this on my car radio 20.345 times a day. I am still wondering, how can anyone on this earth be born with such talent? She's the only person I personally know who has written a song about zombies and had it become hugely popular on YouTube. Her music has been featured on HBO, MTV, other independent films. Yes, we're going to talk about all of this with Stephanie, maybe. But first, let's hear some great music. This is from the album just released, I Still Taste Fire, and it's called Heart-Shaped Hologram. I lie awake when I'm alone and I picture us I dance with your mirage Oh, I keep forgetting You're somewhere else With someone real You're laughing in their arms While I'm in the dark I don't know why I keep you in this heart-shaped hologram Oh, I take you everywhere I am it almost seems like you're with me Even though a heart-shaped hologram Could never love me back, I hold my hand I still don't know how to let you go I miss the way it used to feel when you'd reach for me Was that just make-believe? Oh, I keep forgetting I close my eyes And you appear Like you're my favorite dream This can't be good for me I don't know why I keep you in this heart-shaped hologram Oh, I take you everywhere I am it almost seems like you're with me Even though a heart-shaped hologram Could never love me back or hold my hand I still don't know how to let you terrified I might not even know what to do with someone who could love me back for real 
And so I keep you in a heart-shaped hologram. I take you everywhere I am. It almost seems like you're with me, even though a heart-shaped hologram could never love me back or hold my hand. I still don't know how to let you go. Singer-songwriter Stephanie Maybe in studio live today. This is so fun. We get to hear just your voice and one instrument. I mean, yes. I love the production and what they do with the songs and, and your videos and your albums, Ooh. but it's really nice just to get back to that and hear the basic song. Thanks. I'm actually going back in that direction in general this next year, so that's nice to hear. So I use the word interesting, but it's not good enough because that's just intellectual. <laughs> and there's a word that also means involving the heart. I'll think of the right word okay, before awesome. we're done here. I first saw you years and years ago, a local award show. I think you might have been holding a guitar. Is that possible? Probably, yes. And I... wearing a floor-length floral dress that was okay. very floral. Yeah, but that you sang, about right. and I, I, you sang, and I thought, "Oh, she's good." Awesome. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So all of that are. sounds very nice. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us about your baby unicorn machine. So that is my Omnicord. It is a little like synth, I guess, machine that Suzuki made a long time ago, like in the '80s. And um, I grew up playing with one at my grandma's house, and. I went through a phase where I let myself buy musical instruments if they were 50 bucks or less. And I uh, and was, was I was scanning the classifieds and like K on KSL, there was an Omnicord for sale when I was driving through town. So, so for our listeners, it, it, it's sort of like an ocarina shaped white plastic thing yes. that you hold in your lap like a zither. Yeah. <laughs> only it's electronic. Yeah. So we'll get to hear some of that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so your newest album is I Still Taste Fire. And yes. it's been a few years since your most recent album, mm -hmm. since the previous album. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting to have that come out. But I read that you released it at a venue called The Ember. Yes, it was so weird. The venue didn't really exist. That was like what, right when they were opening was when I found it. And so it was kind of serendipitous. I was going to ask if that yeah. was accident or design. Total accident. I actually made a list of 100 venue ideas because I was so <laughs> stuck. I was like thinking like the roof of a, like whatever, of a building or mm -hmm. like a car wash. I don't know if I put a car wash in, but I was like getting to that point where it was like the Harmon's Test Kitchen. Like I was just trying to think what would be a different experience. And so I was in brainstorm mode uh -huh. and I ended up uh, talking to a venue manager up in uh, Salt Lake and she she was just kind of like, you know what? I want to tell you about this place. It's not totally open yet, but, and it ended up being the perfect space. Nice, nice. Well, tell me about this title track. I, I mean, just the song itself is, is beautiful, but the, the imagery is stunning in the video. Oh, thank you. So uh, just tell me about writing it. And the fire yeah. hazard. So the fire to your hazard. Own life. So yes, I mean there are lots of metaphorical fire hazards that I've had to put out of my own life. But th this one was actually just a candle. I uh. left a candle burning pretty low one night, and I was just like, "Oh, it'll burn itself out," and like didn't really think about it, and fell asleep, feeling like, "Oh, such such a relaxing glow of this tiny fire." And when I woke up, there was this haze in the room, and I thought maybe I'd slept with my contacts in. I didn't know what was going on until I brushed my face with my hand and looked down and there was ash on my hand or um what not ash but soot? you know soot yeah uh -huh. thank you and so I just I was like what is happening and so the first thing I did was like 
like Googled like can I get cancer from this? And then I like went up <laughs> and then I went upstairs and I was like, I had this idea. I was like, oh my gosh, getting over someone is like spontaneously combusting in the middle of the night and waking up as a new version of yourself. I have to write this down. So I went up to the piano and messed with that. Is that something that happens a lot? Yeah. I mean, not just, the candle, but no, the No, not anymore. The candle, no. The candle, that was the end of that. But um, yeah, that's just how my brain, my brain works like in, I mean, I think in metaphor and I'm mm-hmm. making connections in the world around me in metaphors. Like that's, that's the most effective tool for me to like make sense of anything. Okay. This is a video that you might've wanted to use a stunt double for, for because the ashes are being <laughs> yeah. flung right in your face. And there's a unfortunately lot. it's your face. So there's no it stunt was, double. No, no stunt double. My friend Abby um, made a mix of flour and cocoa and buckwheat flour, like several different kinds of flour oh. to make this fake ash. And then we also just had like 25 like pound bags of flour and they would just chuck it at my head at certain points and the room was covered we were in there for hours it was we were going to ask because i thought whose ashes well no not no. Who's, not who's. where do you get ashes there's yeah. not an ash store my that I brilliant don't. friend abby she's a great makeup artist wow so i like knowing i feel better about your health knowing it was <laughs> it was made of food just lots of carbs we just were like we were inhaling a lot of carbs like very refined carbs. i only breathe more carbs it's, <laughs> yeah it's more refined uh let me ask you this uh there's this great fan comment uh it says and then you find songs like this talking about it still tastes fire you find songs like this that make you remember why you listen to obscure songs and let autoplay take you on a journey i'll put this on my things to buy when i'm not broke list i love that i love everything about that i know it's a <laughs> and someday, I, I, someday they may actually buy <laughs> someday but listen even if they don't i mean taking i mean now i mean the world we live in now someone taking the time to like leave you a comment letting you mm. know that they stumbled upon it and they love it you just i mean you hope it'll stay with them but even if it's just for that that you know encounter like it's just really nice to hear those things well if you will saddle up your magic unicorn machine yes we really want to hear oh, this so song this one's actually on the piano oh and on then the piano. The, okay. yes the zombie song will be or whatever is next after that okay i still taste fire this is the title song of this latest album and you really do need to go to youtube and do stephanie maybe m-a-b-e-y and look up i still taste fire I woke up with ashes in my mouth It took a while to spit them out I remember laying my head down Did I go up in flames again? Oh, I still taste fire I swear I felt my heart ignite when it finally let you go last night. Did I go up in flames? Something changed. Oh, I still taste fire. Oh, 
I'd always remember what it felt like to want you But it's all kind of hazy Almost like I burned it down Thought I'd always remember what it felt like To want you But it's all kinda hazy now oh, I still taste I still taste fire. That's Stephanie Maybe. Stephanie, I have to tell you, after seeing the video, I thought just little flashes at the end, you carrying a gas can through the woods. Mm -hmm. Strange lighting. And I thought, is she going to burn down that chair or a house or the yeah. whole world? It's, it depends on the day. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you're yeah. here on it. It seems like a good day. So. <laughs> yes. I, this next section I have labeled finding the flow and then going with it. Cool. I like that. So, well, this is all based on stuff we've read about you. So, okay, cool. uh, you started <laughs> you started writing when you were about 14, we understand. Yes. And thought you'd uh, be a songwriter for other people. Yeah. And would you mind telling me this is not a happy story, but it's it's taking your songs to a, a publisher with a, a bunch of kind of pop stuff. I guess this is stuff you thought might be popular. Yeah, it was kind of like I I've always really loved learning the craft of songwriting. I've loved like reverse engineering why certain things work or why they hit me a certain way. I'll go and try to like try it out in a different way. And um, I really I was out in Nashville playing um, some pop and kind of country songs. I mean, anyone who writes country would be like, that's not country. But what I thought was <laughs> right, you know, writing country, you know, basically what I thought I had to do to be like a commercial writer and um the guy just listened to my stuff all the way through and it was about 20 minutes. The meeting was about 20 minutes long and he just looked at me and he was like, that's what you do. And then I was like devastated. I wasn't devastated because I wasn't getting a publishing deal. I mean, that would have been great at the time, but um, I knew it wasn't what I did. And that mm. was the worst feeling. So you felt like you hadn't really presented you. Yeah, no, I was like writing at this point, I think I'd written the zombie song and I was writing a song about like the bearded lady and just like these kind of creative exercises that I was using to push myself and like learn about who I was as a person. I didn't, I didn't show any of that. I was just trying to meet someone's checklist. And yeah. that's been, I've continually found that that's, um, I've just tried to break that down for myself so that I'm coming from a place that's authentic. And it started there. <laughs> Well, how interesting that something like the zombie song would be this thing getting millions of views. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing that was a surprise to you. Yeah, I mean, I was, I had like a, I had a gut feeling. I was like, if I don't put my face in it, I wonder if like people will forward this to their friends if it has like, because my cousin was 14 at the time uh -huh. and she just has these, uh, this like amazing art style and 
back then she was a lot younger. But oh, the drawings are adorable. They're wonderful. They're, ad they're adorable. Can you say adorable about zombies? Yes, but you can. You can with this. Now you can. <laughs> no. Okay, well, my favorite line, you must have had so much fun writing this song. Yes, I did. <laughs> uh, one is, uh, but uh, but you'd, you know, you'd fight off the others, but you would see the passion in my eye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because the yeah. other one's obviously gone. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> That's a I mean, that's, that's a just, songwriter moment. Yes, sure. one example I just thought I thought I know she was laughing out loud when she I wrote was. this. I'm glad like <laughs> at least a few people have brought it up. I'm like a few people have caught it. That's awesome. Uh -huh. Oh yeah, and then, so this time I'll keep my head, etc., etc., etc. So oh, oh, I don't want to give all your lines because you're going to sing Listen, them for us. Fine. So um, you talk about making a, a video with a friend that you you went down to LA before Thanksgiving. You were just going to visit a friend, and you set your back, bags down, and your friend says, "I booked a green screen studio and a makeup artist." Yes, this is my friend friend Jude, and she is wonderful. She's a TV director, and she used to be a showrunner for like reality TV shows, and then she um, ended up becoming a director later in life. And so we've just been been like experimenting, but rolling out there, I'm like. I, I have always struggled with anxiety in my life and it's been something that I continually learn how to manage and like get through. And that was one of like just going up, going out to LA and just showing up and it ended up being such a one. A video. Yeah. It ended up being one. It was so outside of my comfort zone, but was any, it for a particular song? No, it was just, well, it was for a lot of the songs from Wake Up Dreaming. Uh -huh. We were just experimenting, and, and that was back this last Well, um, that's the whole November. thing. That's why I want to call this finding the flow. Like, w what do I really want to write? What do I like? Yeah. What feels like me? And then go, being brave enough to go with that. That is all. I mean, I don't know how to aim for something and hit it. I only know how to, like, show up and try to, like, <laughs> you know, work through my discomfort and then have a great time. Like <laughs> Okay, here, here's a quote I love from you. It said, I thought I wanted my life to be this sheltered, safe existence, and yet all along I've been creating a big adventure myself. It's like it's like your subconscious says, no, we're going to do scary Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. I mean, I didn't drive <laughs> till I was 20 years old. I was, I had, I was scared of everything. And mm. I mean, like social stuff, like uh -huh. when I was a kid ordering at Taco Bell, like freaked me out, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I just like, I do think that it was just this kind of like, I don't know, this flip side of the coin of like actually all of the best things that I've experienced have been through the unknown. Yeah. And it's taken me some time and a lot of practice to like make that exciting for well, myself. Well, the fact that you articulate that I think is useful to lots of people besides yourself. Oh, cool. I would hope so. Yeah, yeah. Can we please Absolutely. hear the zombie song? Yes. Okay. While she's picking up the Omnicord, here, here's a, a, another quote from a fan. She says, okay, so I've been following you since your zombie song. I actually made a Sims 2 music video for it. Haha, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen it. This is so beautiful. It's been so awesome to watch you grow. Aw. Here I we go. I've seen the Sims music video. Awesome. <laughs> Here is the zombie song from the album Wake Up Dreaming, Stephanie Maybe. Our love story could be kinda gory, far from boring, we'd meet at a post-apocalypse. Yeah, I'd be slowly walking in a group stalking you, you'd be the only man alive that I could not resist. Then all of your friends, they'd try to kill us, but only because they'd be jealous that our love is deeper than Edward and Bella's. Oh, if I were a zombie, I'd never eat your brain. 
I just want your heart, yeah, I'd want your heart, I just want your heart. Oh, if I were a zombie, I'd never eat your brain. I just want your heart, yeah, I'd want your heart, I just want your heart, cause I want you. Well, you'd be hiding in a second floor apartment, knocking all the stairs down to save your life from the undead. Double barrel shotgun, taking out the slow ones, then you'd see the passion burning in my eye. And I'd keep my head. Then all of your friends, they'd try to kill us, but only because they'd be jealous that our love is deeper than Edward and Bella's. Oh, if I were a zombie, I'd never eat your brain. I just want your heart, yeah, I'd want your heart, I just want your heart. Oh, if I were a zombie, I'd never eat your brain. I just want your heart, yeah, I'd want your heart, I just want your heart, cause I want you. And I'd try not to bite and infect you because I'd respect you too much And that's why I'd wait until we got married Oh, and our happiest days would be spent Picking off all your friends And they'd see a love this deep won't stay buried If I were a zombie, I'd never eat your brain I just want your heart, yeah, I'd want your heart, I just want your heart. Oh, if I were a zombie, I'd never eat your brain. I just want your heart, yeah, I'd want your heart, I just want your heart, cause I want you. That's a zombie song, Stephanie, maybe. <laughs> a love like this cannot stay buried yes so romantic and, and with a lovely celeste almost like it's a moment from the nutcracker what a great <laughs> juxtaposition of oh. things thank you for doing that for us of course, that's really i you. thought oh, she might have be sick of doing this song but maybe not that's why i'm doing it on the omnicord now because it's like a lullaby like a uh -huh. creepy lullaby version of it you just gotta mix it up for yourself and yes then it's, it's like the adams family lullaby collection yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Totally. i like that so you, when you were doing your concert and releasing your latest album, we read that you'd woken up to find that there was an inbox full of early bird ticket orders. That must have made you feel good, like yes. I'm making some progress here. Yeah, well, I mean, I released my last album without any sort of announcement. I mean, I was just putting it on iTunes at the time. And um, so this time I found myself recreating. And that was at the time it was because I had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life that was like, you know, I didn't, it wasn't my focus to release an album, yeah. but this time I found myself recreating that same pattern of like, oh, I'm overwhelmed. I'm going to just put it online. And what I, turns out it really was, is I was terrified no one would come like that at the, underneath all of this, like other, this other mm -hmm. thing is like, I didn't, I'm scared no one will come. So I should probably tell people that I'm scared no one will come so that if anyone else is like feeling stuck about something, we can all just go like high five we're doing it, you know, like we can just move forward. So you have some quotes from this book that I now have to put on my list of books to read. Yes. It's not the famous art of war from centuries ago. No. It's the war of art. Yes, it's so good. So our job in this life is not to shape ourselves into some ideal we imagine we ought to be, but to find out who we already are and become it. 
But you use your songs to do that for yourself. Yeah, that's that. How, how does that work? Uh, I've thought about that a little bit recently because it's only become visible to me that that's why I write very recently as I've like pushed through stuff like internally, but also been very like open about it, about the process. And um, I think it's because I just am getting, I've taken so much information, just like I'm noticing a lot of details just like as a songwriter. And, and I'm, I feel lucky to have you know, the medium of songwriting to be able to process certain things. Yeah. So it's like, for me, like, it's been a, it's like a series of like uncovering myself through each song. Is it a way to be, have some part of it be slightly objective? Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. put it in a three minute window. If you like, I mean, it's like, because <laughs> I I learned a lot about just like songwriting itself when I was younger, it just, it gave me a place where I could like soften the focus on the specifics of my life mm. and look at things more objectively in general and just go like okay if I was a character in a song and then suddenly it's like in the heart-shaped hologram on that bridge where it's like what if I'm just terrified I might not even know what to do with someone who could love me back for real that was me figuring that out in real time in a song I was just like oh no like that's what's going on like <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah it just gives me some distance and not not seeing it first person I see it more as like a narrator well I hope you pay yourself where well for your your self-therapy <laughs> so Thanks. okay one quick line that I love from from and someone can name their group this it says crafting songs is a lot like building a tiny self-sustaining robot that helps you through your life that was a, a I think a review I think self-sustaining robots that could That's be an awesome. awesome name for a yeah. group or a song yeah. I, I so like this next song, I think you wrote in the Quality Inn. I did write in the Quality Inn, in Buellton, California. Okay. Well, share with us your musings from the Quality Inn. The song is called I Know You're Out There. We're gonna, I'm going to ask Stephanie afterwards what she had in mind. I have a secret thought of what I think it's about. You see what you think it's about. Take my notebook and tear the pages out To write down my thoughts in a message Oh, I encrypt every line And as the people pass on the street below I smooth out and fold all the edges Then hold them up against the sky And I let them go Hope you'll find each word I wrote On these paper planes scattered in the air Oh, I send them off cause I know you're out there And I picture you discovering each note all the others step over Cause you're the kind that finds the clues And you'll know everyone was meant for you Cause you've got the secret decoder Oh, they'll lead you to me soon So I let him go Hope you'll find each word I wrote On these paper planes scattered in the air 
Oh, I send them off cause I know you're out there. Oh, I know you'll see the heart beneath each line you read. So I let them go. Hope you'll find each word I wrote on these paper planes scattered in the air. Oh, I send them off cause I know you're out there. I know you're out there live from Studio 6 here on Highway 89. Stephanie maybe is in the studio. I know you're out there. so. I shouldn't really say what is a song about because the song can kind of be about whatever the listener wants it to be about. Sure. Yes. So, but it sounds like you know, there's someone who understands me. Yeah. Out there somewhere, but I'm I'm also just in a, so it's a love song, but I I can see this almost like a love song to fans to Absolutely. that certain fan who who's gonna. That's get what it. it is. Yeah. I mean, it's for, I went through a period of time where I could really only be myself in my songs. And that was written in a time where I was trying to figure out how to be myself in my life. And, and I just, uh, yeah, it was feeling really isolated in certain ways, but still like wistful for like a connection that now I'm finding I'm getting in my real life with, you know, friends and my family and things like that. But also through music with fans, it's like, it's like we speak a secret language together or something. Well, and the fact that the video I saw at least, and there may be, official ones but this was the one you did just like hey i just wrote this i'm in this hotel room yeah. and you had said i came to this songwriters conference and i i, I stayed another couple of days in case people want to hang yeah, out everyone left <laughs> yes. yes there you were i have two days in the yeah. quality and yeah so thank goodness you use it to write a great song <laughs> so, <laughs> let me ask you about sheet music because people want sheet music but for some reason what is it that's such a pain for artists to produce sheet music i mean I don't read music, so I can't transcribe my own music. This explains I mean, part yes. of the problem. Yes, okay. it's a huge, I'm sheet music illiterate. But um, I there is sheet music that exists for Glorious because David Archuleta covered that. And wow. so then sheet music publisher, a, a sheet music pu publisher reached out about that. But for me, it's like, it does, I really want to make that available. Uh-huh. But I have to hire someone. I'm realizing <laughs> that's all. That's the long. That's I think the for most people, it's short. really a pain because you're doing that rather than writing something new. Yeah. It's like maybe let me put my energy where it should go. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to learn theory at this point. I'd have to learn. <laughs> you might be surprised. I think you've got it all in there. Well, I don't know. <laughs> so here's a question. There was a time when I think if people did what they call house concerts t today, it would be sort of like, oh, sorry, I'm not in the, you know an arena yeah. for you to, for me to come see. But house concerts are kind of the cool thing now. I mean, I think they're cool. I think people have discovered that you get to know the artists better. Yeah, there. it's so much more fun, I think. So t talk to me about that whole process. What do you think when you go into that? I mean, I've really only had good experiences. I'm trying to think if I've ever had any weird experiences. I really, I mean, usually we know, I kind of know the person that's hosting or, um, you know, it's not like you're just rolling in, hmm. hopefully, with, like, a serial killer. Like, that's the, I mean, like, <laughs> it would be, yeah, I mean, like, we try to be smart in the way that <laughs> we set it up as artists. But um, I'm actually getting ready to go do some house concerts with uh, Scott Shepard from Book on Tapeworm. Mm. And we're wanting to, like, really, like, make 
like figure out how to make someone's living room just feel magical, even just like bringing in. I don't know what we're going to do yet, but that's we're we're hoping to level it up. I, I'm pretty much thinking a mirror ball would take care of most. I mean, of that. there's we might need five mirror balls. Oh, but that yeah, would be I think beyond magical. <laughs> okay, here's a great quote. It says, uh, uh, "This is somebody wanted to take you skydiving." Yeah. Because they wanted to know what you would write after. Let me just read this. It says, a house concert host invited me to go skydiving because they wanted to see what I would create after the experience. So I wrote them a song about me not going skydiving. Yeah. Some of us are pansies. Yeah, some of us are pansies. <laughs> and uh, I dedicated it to them and played it for their group of people. We, they did a separate house show and we premiered it. Some of us are pansies. <laughs> Okay. Set up this next song. This is from your album, Wake Up Dreaming, and it's called Stop Motion. Oh, so this is actually unreleased. This is a brand new song. Ah, so we'll see. Oh. Hopefully I don't totally screw the song up. But, you we, know, we if we do, know. like, I mean, yeah, unless I announce it. Just kidding. No, I won't announce it. I mean, I, you know, about the messing up, we'll see. But um, so this one is, it's really about that stuff that I've been looking into as far as, like, the war of art and creative resistance and just, like, what it takes to to move forward towards something that you know isn't like is your purpose because mm -hmm. it because it sounds really like oh once you know what your purpose is or what you want to create in the world like that's the hardest part I think waking up and getting out of bed and making time for it every day like regardless of how you feel you should you know how you feel about it it's like mm. that's the hardest work for me and so I wrote the song about that kind of like that side of myself or other people or then it's just about moving forward. Good. Let's hear stop motion. This is Stephanie maybe live here on Highway 89. And remember, you heard it here first. He's got a list of things he knows he wants to make. He put him in his notebook back in the day when he felt pure inspiration rushing through his veins. And the pages after that one are all blank. They just sit there on his nightstand while he's watching movies on his screens. He falls asleep before he can see. There is no later, just lots of little frames where we all animate what happens now. We're flipping papers to make our pictures move. Each second starts to choose, just look around. You're not broken You stop motion And when the sun's out and he's almost half awake He's got a list of things he knows he wants to make But he's slept through his alarm again He's 13 minutes late for the job that he swears someday he'll escape and he rushes past the pages that could make his life a different thing he hits repeat 
Stop motion. Beautiful song by Stephanie Maybe. You know, Stephanie, are you kind of glad you didn't get signed? Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking the real long way to wherever I'm going, and I love it. <laughs> but you're getting there. You're getting there. So I almost shouldn't talk about this next song. We should just say, just play it. Let it be what it is. Sure. No, no. It's radio. We have to talk <laughs> okay. about it. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so we're going to talk about it. So the, the song is called Glorious. Mm -hmm. And uh, was this just sort of one in the list of songs you had written during that period of time? Did it stand out to you in some particular way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that that was, I was going through, it, it's kind of like I, the isolation and kind of dark place that I was feeling kind of mm. was coming to, like it was coming to a head. And I um, wrote it, I was feeling really just despondent and alone. And I sat down at the keyboard and it, and tried to remember like I think of uh songwriting as reverse engineering emotion mm -hmm. and so I tried to remember like what do I think the point is of being here like mm. being a human on the earth and I sat down at the keyboard and it was like one of the fastest songs I've ever written it was like a window opened up for me as far as like my understanding of like what was important to me and what I felt like how, what I think we all really are for each other I think we're all connected in ways we don't understand or see and um yeah writing that song definitely stood out to me mm. so the first time I heard it I I said to myself I am taking this home for my family to listen to and to talk about well because I had I had all teenagers at the time, wildly different musical in interests from a, a sort of a, a guitar shredder 
to the the the, the major uh, the drum major of, of a marching band mm. to a kid who's studying opera and going to be a choral composer. I mean, Whoa, is, all four of them were in like different corners of the room. That's and cool. I said, okay, guys, come listen to this. We're going to talk about it. Listen to the words and played it for them. And from their different corners, they all found something to connect Whoa. with. And that, and we talked about it. We spent the time That's talking so about cool. figuring out who you are and kind of letting it happen and list, just listening till yeah. it would speak to you. And personally, I am really grateful for that moment with my family. So oh, thank you. Awesome. Thank you for sharing it really with me. Cool, really cool. Really cool. So, and I read this wonderful thing that someone said. Well, you're from Vacaville, right? Yes. <laughs> Someone wrote from Vacaville saying uh, to let you know that a community choir, two hundred, uh, a, a community choir will sing back up to a young singer performing your great song, Glorious. So proud of you here, in your hometown. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yes. that must have been really, really cool to hear. Well, and then so many people have done covers of it. Mm-hmm. And I think it just speaks to people, not just they want to hear it, they want to sing it. That means so much to me. I think like I understand that feeling as a kid, like growing up and being in choir or listening to Disney songs, and there would just be certain ones that would move you. And you knew mm-hmm. that like, for me anyway, to experience it, I needed to sing it. Like I needed to feel that song. And that just really means a lot to me that so many people have felt some version of that and enough to sing it like yeah. it's really amazing well the version lots of people know is david archuleta's yes. cover version and uh, i used to work at a radio station where we played that oh, but cool. after after a couple of months and it had been in the high rotation i was just waiting in my hand to put the original oh, version nice. on. <laughs> because it was so fun to say here's the person who wrote this oh, song that's cool thanks for doing that because something about hearing the person who wrote it sing it i don't know it means something different in my head that's cool so Will you please? For sure. Thank okay. You. <laughs> this is glorious. It is glorious. That's the adjective. It also happens to be the name of the song, Stephanie Maybe. There are times when You might feel aimless And can't see the places Where you belong But you will find that There is a purpose It's been there within you All along And when you're near it You can almost hear it it's like a symphony just keep listening and pretty soon you'll start to figure out your part everyone plays a piece and there are melodies and each one of us that are in their hearts 
It's so amazing what we're all creating. It's like a symphony. Just keep listening, and pretty soon you'll start to figure out your part. Everyone plays a piece, and there are melodies. And each one of us, oh, it's glorious. And as you feel the notes build, oh, you will see. It's like a symphony. Just keep listening, and pretty soon you'll start to figure out your part. Everyone plays a Stephanie may be singing glorious and our producer Jackie said that when she hears that she pictures the earth the first time she saw a picture of earth from space oh I love that just that little bit of perspectives uh, for information about Stephanie's projects and albums go online to stephaniemaybe.com m-a-b-e-y Stephanie thank you so much thank for coming thank you thank you for having me what a pleasure if you're listening at home, just caught part of the show, you'd like to hear the first part, hear it again, or share it with a friend, it's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org highway89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite film and photography by Abby Vance, and our producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.